Andrina here with Finding Your Five. This podcast is based off the concept that you are the average of the five people you hang out with most. So you want to elevate your life? Surround yourself with good people. And the individuals we are interviewing, anyone would be lucky to have in their group of five. Welcome to Finding Your Five with Jen and Drina. We are here to introduce our podcast to you. Guys, I'm really excited about this concept. Finding Your Five is based off of this idea, um, something Jim Rohn said. He was a motivational speaker. He said, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. My first introduction to that concept actually wasn't from him. It was from a TED Talk. Anytime I can say TED Talk, I just feel so smart. So I like to make that reference. Probably only one TED Talk I've listened to. but Say it again. Say it again. TED Talk. TED Talk. Um, From this guy, Scott Dinsmore. And he basically is living proof of this concept. So I encourage you guys to go Google TED Talk Scott Dinsmore. It's amazing. So he had a company. um, He's now since passed away, which was sad to hear. But he had had a company. It's still going. His wife's running it, I believe. But anyway, he had this company, and it was basically connecting people with their passion. And for four years, he worked on this. And I think anyone who has that entrepreneurial spirit can appreciate someone working on something, but it, it not working out. And so he didn't give up, though, uh, spoiler alert, which you kind of probably figured since I'm telling the story. And he moved to San Francisco, where he met all these really um, enlightening people, people just different than anyone he had known, people who were really living the dream, living their passion through their work, doing meaningful work. And he spent within six months of spending time with this group of people, his company grew 10 times. And then it continued to grow. And basically, he feels like that is why his company took off was the people that he surrounded himself with. Drina, do you kind of buy into that concept? What are your thoughts on that concept that who you're spending time with influences what you do or how you live? I believe that for sure. I've seen it in a more at home way where Mm -hmm. you know who your kids have hung out with that day just by the way they act. Or the way they talk, you can tell like what friend they've been with. Or there was another time where my son, he was on a Zoom call with his teacher and she was just talking to him about how things were going. And when he was done with the Zoom call, thanks, COVID. Yes. It's great. COVID's affect us all. Mm-hmm. He came back into the room and he was just telling me about some things that he has to do for class. And he started listing off the things, but he would use his fingers to count off the things. And he was doing it just like his teacher, like the way he held his fingers and stuff. So I've seen that as well. Yeah, I totally buy into it. Yeah. Yeah. The parent perspective really hit me when I think of any parent who has said ever to their kid, I don't really love like you hang out with that person or I'm or they've said, I'm worried about who my son or daughter's hanging out with, even though I feel like my kid's a good kid. Mm-hmm. Obviously, if you're worried and you feel like your kid's a good kid, then what you're saying is that people impact us. They rub off on us whether we're consciously trying to make that happen or not. Whenever I try to hang out with people younger than me and I come home and I'm saying things like totes, my husband's like, (laughs) I know who you've been hanging out with, Jen. You're 41. You shouldn't be saying totes. People even say totes anymore. Anyway, I don't know. But it rubs off. And so what I loved about that, though, is that awesome. Like maybe I feel like I'm not doing something great, but I don't have to do it myself. Like I don't have Mm -hmm. to try to like accomplish something on my own and feel like this world is lonely. I need to 
change my environment and look for people who can help. And that's what I love about what this Scott Dinsmore said. And I'm going to I'm just going to say the direct quote, guys. I wrote it down. It was that impressive to me. And I quote, the fastest way to do things you don't think can be done is to surround yourself with people already doing them. And then he goes on to say, there's no bigger life hack in the history of the world from getting where you are today to where you want to be than the people you choose to put in your corner. And I'm a person who always has to put disclaimers. This podcast is not about teaching you how to suck people dry or be that person who's leeching onto people and trying to get, get, get. That's not what it's about. But it's about acknowledging that the people we choose to spend the most time with impacts us whether we consciously make that choice or not. And so here's a little tip. Surround yourself with people who are going to elevate you so you can in turn continue to elevate others as well. Obviously, you don't have to feel like you're sucking someone dry, but I think isn't that great? It takes a village. Like if you find if you think, "Oh, I'm kind of struggling in being more positive. I want to surround myself with this person." Or, "You know what? I'm struggling with this business idea. Oh, here's an entrepreneur, you know? Maybe we can have a mutually beneficial relationship in some way and I can bring something to the table." And that's what I love about all of these people we're interviewing, Drina, is that they're not a one-size-fits-all situation. I mean, what yeah. are some of the people, like, what have, what have their stories been? I mean, who are they? We have an All-American gymnast who her senior year competition, her very last competition was canceled because of COVID and the things that she learned because of that. Mm-hmm. We also have a world-renowned sculptor. <clears throat> And I think that the challenge is, is that I think sometimes we listen to things and we say, oh, but I'm not an artist. You know, this isn't going to apply to me. But every person's story has life lessons that can be applied whether you're in that same phase in life or not. I mean, I loved what this artist said. It was brand new information to me because I draw like I'm in kindergarten. And I'm sorry if I'm insulting kindergartners. I mean, that's how bad it is. But did you hear her Eastern accent just then? (laughs) Did anyone else hear it? (laughs) I literally had a teacher tell me, gave me a C. It was a history class. We had to do some advertisement or something. And I said, but this isn't an art class. And she said, I wouldn't be happy if a third grader drew it. So I've now demoted myself to kindergartner. If you're listening, you know who you are. No, anyway. She would not be in my five. (laughs) She would not be in my five. No, just kidding. So anyway, um, but he talked about how you don't need to do every little detail in a picture. Like doing every single eyelash on a subject isn't going to necessarily make that picture better. And although I'm never probably going to be an artist, that really spoke to me because how often in life do we get stuck on details that really don't improve our situation? Mm -hmm. We can't see through the weeds. And so I just think that any interview can mean something to anyone. And so that's why I'm really excited about this concept and the people that we're, we get to talk to because they're, they're not people that would normally be in my circle. No. But I think that's what's great about life. Maybe we need to expand our circle, mix things up a little bit. Was a man who owned his own company at 23? Yes. And is this brilliant businessman. I'm like... And we'll just say we might have talked about imaginary friends a little bit in that interview. Which is why it was very, <laughs> very beneficial to And me. how they can still help us today. So <laughs> he was great. They're amazing. They're amazing people. And we appreciate that they are generous enough to give their time and, and give back. For sure. So hopefully through this podcast, not only will you learn, our objective isn't for you just to hear people's stories and feel like, wow, what am I doing? But better yet to be like, oh, 
This is what they're doing. What does my path of success look like? And what can I learn from this to help me? So essentially, we're hoping we're kind of bringing your five to you through the airways and telling you how to find your five in person, in real life, you know, as well. And we have some good bonus tips within their niches as well. So For sure. How to find your five ways to open up your mindset to other people that maybe aren't doing what you're doing where you need a balance of different people to bring out different parts of your best self. And I think that's why you'll find in this podcast where people might think, oh, that's a little bit all over the place, that we do have people that it's not just business people, although we definitely have top notch (laughs) Uh business people. But we also have, you know, a dad, a father of six. Like, let's hear how he builds trust with with peers and with children. It's things that we all need in our lives, and we're just learning from each other. And that's what I think is fantastic. And on a side note, if you have someone that you feel like really is, a, is just amazing and, and you want to hear them on our show, reach out. Mm-hmm. Give us a shout. We'll be here. We'll be here with Finding Your Five.